some uh, very excited candidates up here, and quite a few of them. So uh, I'm sure uh, you're all interested in listening to what they have to say and not me. But my name is Todd Ganisius. I am the director of the uh, Lethbridge Public Library, and I am very pleased to see this m many number of people out here. Um, we are broadcasting this out to our community meeting room in the same building here. That room is full. We're broadcasting it out to the new West Side branch, and that room is starting to fill up, as I understand. So this is an incredible turnout. Uh, Great to see you all here. It's great to see this much interest in uh, in what's going on uh, politically. These uh, about eight of these people within the next couple of weeks are going to be deciding many many things. One of them is who's going to be on the Lethbridge Public Library Board, and they will be making decisions that affect all of the city services. So please put their feet to the fire because in a couple of weeks they're going to be making a lot of decisions that affect a lot of us. So with that, I will invite uh, Trevor Page from uh, SACPA to uh, start the program. Thank you all for coming. Well, thank you very much, Todd, and welcome everybody to this special session of the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs. We're very pleased to put on these forums in association with Lethbridge Public Library and Todd has just told you that we are broadcasting live to the West Side for the first time. First time, this is a first time thing for Lethbridge and also into the community room to take the overflow, overflow crowd. Um, so, welcome to you at the Crossings Branch. I hope you can see me. Uh, um, there are heads in the way there, but uh, anyway. And to you two in the community room. And a big welcome to all of the candidates. Thank you very much for giving up your time to participate at this forum. Uh, I've had regrets from two candidates. Gary Wycombe, who is teaching right at this time at the university, and he can't make it. And Kevin Layton has just sent his regrets. He's not feeling well, so he cannot make this evening's forum. The format for the forum is a one-minute statement by each candidate, and that'll be followed by a question whilst they're still at the mic, uh, and those questions are prepared by SAGPA. They'll be selected at random by numbers drawn from a hat. My hat here. The candidates have not seen the questions in advance, and they will have one minute for their response. Now, candidates, please do stick to answering the questions, and then I won't have to help you refocus. <laughs> now, one of the most important people here is our timekeeper, Knud Peterson. Knud is the chair of the board of SAGPO and a very good timekeeper. And candidates, what he is going to do is put his two hands up for 10 seconds. So you've got to keep an eye on him from the mic, and he'll give you a five seconds as well. Now, when that's finished, we'll have a short break. And after the break, we'll have one hour of audience questions. We have a big audience tonight. We'll also be taking questions from the Crossings branch as well. Um, now, please direct your question to just one or maximum two of the candidates. You'll only have one minute to pose your question, so please keep it concise. 
if, if your question is to one candidate, we've allowed for a two-minute response. So candidates, you've got time for a good, considered response to audience questions. But if it's directed to two candidates, then, then the two candidates will have one minute each to make their response. So now, ladies and gentlemen, on with the show. And Bob Babke, you have the floor for your one-minute statement. Thank you very much. Uh, one minute is obviously not very long, and I have a rather extensive port, uh, a bunch of things that I, that I want to see done at City Hall, and I ask you to pick up my brochure and write me, call me, uh, and I can explain it further. I'm going to take just one part of it and remind everyone here that uh, next year, 2011, City Council's already passed a budget that calls for a 7.2% um, increase in your taxes. And I'm here to tell you that one part of that, that that I plan to take care of without raising taxes by finding money from another source is out of the MRSR. And some say I can't do that. But let me tell you, uh, three years ago, this council took $5.7 out of MRSR to cover the losses that were created by ABCP. Now, if they can take $5.7 million out, uh, then they can put $4 million of that MRSR money against uh, keeping taxes down. Thank you. Number 14. So Bob Babke has drawn question 14, which is the most difficult question that we have. <laughs> it's all to do with finances, so it'll be quiet at home. The question is, parking is a constant problem near the Curling Club and the Civic Centre Ice Rink. Would you consider utilising part of the Civic Centre field and track for additional parking space? I'm not sure that that's so financial. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Um, I would try to find some other arrangement for parking. That would be a very expensive and a bad thing to do, in my view, uh, in taking away a, a major green part of the, the city, and I don't think we should be doing that. It's still used. It's still used by a lot of people. Um, I can see perhaps uh, what the downtown um, heart of our city plan was, was to do some things with a couple levels of parking where the LSCO is and put the LSCO above it. There was lots of plans on that. I would prefer parking there as opposed to taking away the green space. Thank you very much. <laughs> Balboa, you have the floor, sir. One minute statement, please, Bal. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Bal Gura, and I'm your candidate for Lathrush Alderman. I am father of three sons, and I have three grandchildren. I have 40 years of experience in engineering, design, and construction, water management, and I'm operating a small business as a financial advisor. I have passion and experience as a volunteer with city, public library board, Terry Fox Run, Meals and Wheels on Society, Homeless Shelter Fundraising, junior achievement, uh, junior achievement for Training Young Students How to Work with Money. To give you the best value for your buck, waste must be controlled at the City Hall. Council must rein in superfluous spending to reduce taxes. It can be achieved only through prudence, commitment, and cooperation of all parties involved. I will serve you with sincerity and integrity 
present your issues, and make your voices heard at the city hall. Together, we can do it. I'm not on the city council right now. Some people think I am. On October 18th, vote for Balbura and put me on the city council. Thank you, Bal. Stay where you are. You've got a question coming up. <laughs> Number 24. 24. Number 24. Question reads, do you believe that council pays sufficient attention to the issues important to Aboriginal residents? If not, do you have any suggestions on how to make Lethbridge a more inclusive society? Now, Trevor, this is a difficult question, not the one you asked before. Yes. <laughs> I think Council has done uh, a fair share of that issue. They have created uh, some residences on the Fifth Avenue, but that's not enough. You know, we have, we still have in our city homeless people. And we have people who are working poor, and they cannot afford houses either. We must create some residences for them, for low-cost development. And that's a very, very important issue. The, the weakest link is tells how strong we are as a community. We want to take care of them. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bal. Chris Bouchard. I have some important issues on my own agenda, including property taxes, affordable housing, recreational facilities, and our environment. And while I feel I have some important and valid points, the citizens and taxpayers have come out and said that we have to be working here. Yeah, it's working fine. Yeah, so don't, don't keep it as so close to your mouth. Okay. No, it was really good the other night, sorry. But uh, we have the workforce here. No, so it's not, no, that's not working, Chris. Keep it further away from your mouth, about six inches. Okay. We, we have the workforce here. Now let's create the jobs so our university and college students can stick around when they're done and become productive taxpayers in our city. Families are looking to move into surrounding communities where they have less cost and, and using Lethbridge services without being Lethbridge taxpayers. Let's get some affordable housing so we can keep that tax base in Lethbridge and pay for the tax cuts that I propose. Let's make a difference, Lethbridge elected aldermen, so we can make a change. Thanks. Thanks very much. Yeah, no. Don't get too close to it. Stay away about six inches. Number four. Okay, now, now, Chris, you, you've got to keep that mic six inches away from your mouth, otherwise people will not hear your response. Okay, no. Okay? I'm going to so, go without it. question number four. Okay. So would you favor a review of the fees charged for home business licenses in order to make them more affordable and thereby increase compliance with the requirement? Absolutely. I think it was brought to our attention that uh, a local home base, that we were the highest in Alberta, uh, excluding Banff. And what that does 
to small businesses and entrepreneurs who are building our community is it, it, it prices them out of the market. And some of these businesses, when you learn going into business that 80% of businesses fail, it puts them at an instant disadvantage when they are the livelihood and what's going to turn this economy around. So I, I am fully in support of becoming competitive and market-driven. And as we look at surrounding communities, the Sherwood Parks, the Medicine Hats, uh, the communities our size, we need to be competitive across the board. And what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is that we are high, and that needs to change. Okay, you've got seven seconds if you want to add something. Oh, I, I, got the ten. I thought that was the hooray. <laughs> no, that's good. Vote for, vote for Chris Bouchard. Thank you. Okay, Chris, thank you. <laughs> Our fourth candidate is Jeff Carlson. Thank you, Trevor. Hello, Lethbridge. I'm Jeff Carlson, and I do want to thank you for supporting me as your alderman for the last three years. And I do hope I can, can continue to count on your support. I want to um, take this opportunity to address uh, some criticism I've received lately uh, over my absence from a few of the aldermanic forums. Uh, and I, I just wanted to point out that I did have to miss two of the forums because I'd made a commitment to a local community group a year ago, and I honor my commitments. I also had to be away, sadly, from the Norbridge Seniors uh, meet and greet because at that time I was up in Edmonton meeting with our immigration and employment minister working towards a strategy for poverty reduction for all Albertans. Uh, the main focus of that for me is in our low-income families and our seniors on fixed incomes. I trust you will understand that I place this commitment to our city and our city organizations uh, above uh, trying to win a few extra votes. So I thank you. For representation you can trust, vote Carlson. Thank you, Jeff. Hang on there. We've got a question for you. If I draw a lucky number, do I get to keep the hat? Uh, you don't. It's the only one I have. It's 29, Trevor. 29. Well, you've really draw, you, you, you've drawn the jackpot. I hope so. In view of the worldwide controversy concerning the use of tasers, do you believe that Lethbridge Regional Police should be using these weapons in the apprehension of unarmed suspects? Wow. Um, thanks, Trevor. You know, we've all seen a lot about uh, taser use, and there's been inquiries into taser use and uh, their, their appropriateness in certain situations. I do believe uh, that the use of tasers and the, the actual having uh, of tasers for, for our sworn officers uh, is important. However, they are just one tool and they should be one of the tools of last resort. Um, I know that our officers are extremely well trained. Uh, the tasers have been proven to be very safe. In fact, uh, members of council uh, were tasered at one point uh, to demonstrate uh, just how safe they were. However, they are just one tool. It should be the tool of last resort for an unarmed conflict, but I think they are a tool that I would, uh, I would say that our officers should have in their toolkit. Thank you. Thanks very much, Jeff. Now we move on to Jeffrey Kaufman. 
Good evening. My name is Jeffrey Kaufman. My professional, educational, and personal experiences are relevant for the position of alderman. I served on Lethbridge City Council in the mid-1990s, giving me an understanding of the role and the responsibility to our citizens. Since then, my experiences as a small business owner and as an administrator at the legislature expanded my skills in human and financial management. This past July, I completed my master's at the U of L, and I am now a sessional instructor of local government and politics at the university. My community participation supports our city's values of social justice, equality, and inclusion, while my familial responsibilities help me recognize the challenges and opportunities facing our children and future generations. My platform includes a proposal for a property tax deferral program for low-income seniors, exploring alternative energy sources for city-owned facilities, investigating a ward system, and reviewing our dated business license policy. For more details, please visit jeffreykaufman.ca and please support me with your vote. Thank you. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, so in order to revitalize our downtown area, more people would need to live there. How would you encourage the development necessary to achieve this? The city of Saskatoon, city of Regina, use uh, programs that utilize tax abatement. And tax abatement is basically allowing or an incentive that allows a builder to build a multi-purpose complex that has residential on the upper floors, usually some sort of commercial on the second and third floor, and then retail in the bottom space. And it's the whole concept of living, working, and playing in the same spot. The abatement programs offered by Saskatoon and Regina basically allow developers to build complexes of this nature, and it freezes the taxes for a certain period of time. There are obviously conditions to it, but it doesn't give our taxes away. It doesn't give our property away. It's a program that is an incentive for people to build. I think increasing the opportunities for those types of developments in the downtown core, as well as including more services, more opportunities for recreation, relaxation in the downtown core, can encourage more people to live there. Thank you, Jeff. Bob Cooney. Good evening. Can everybody hear me okay? Excellent. Uh, to me, every one of us is a shareholder in basically the large organization that is the city of Lethbridge. And really, as taxpayers, you deserve to know how your city works. Uh, I'm asking you to support uh, my common sense and what I'm calling a forward-thinking approach to city government. Um, I would like to be the alderman that looks at, at issues and makes decisions from a citizen's perspective. And uh, I'd like to have those decisions seen as being economically, socially, environmentally, and culturally sound. Uh, not just now, but, but many, many years from now. Um, a lot of challenges I've observed with the city have stemmed from small issues that have actually become big ones because someone somewhere wasn't thinking ahead or perhaps wasn't even returning a phone call or thinking about how a decision might affect you as citizens. My hope is that if we are able to talk more and more often, we'll be able to solve problems before they become big and costly. Uh, Lethbridge is a really great city and it needs people and confidence to grow. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. 
15? 15. Okay, so question 15 reads, garbage disposal is always an issue and charging people to recycle seems counterproductive. Do you believe that the way forward is to penalize people for not recycling? Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. If you wish to, that's no, a very I, concise I, I, I answer. Sorry, I, I, and if you wish to cede the remaining seconds to your opponents... No, I, I would like to elaborate. Please continue. Um, I think everybody can see things that they can do within their own household or their business or their organization to reduce uh, their environmental footprint. I think rewarding that somehow would be a very sensible thing to do. What that is exactly, um, that I would want to leave up to people... To, to try to define and also to some measure by which we could figure out how much it would cost because there is a cost to recycling things. Um, I think if somebody chooses not to recycle when the options are pretty obviously before you, um, that's really dumb to be honest with you. And I think if there's a way to draw attention to them, uh, maybe help them be ed more educated, um, that could work. But, uh, you know, honestly... How about penalizing people for recycling? Penalizing. Well, charging them to recycle. I mean, if you want to encourage it, should they get the service free or should they be charged? There is a cost. Sure. And they should get some... Whoopsie, I'm done. No, you can finish. I can finish my question. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. How do you guys feel about that? It was just the question, not the mic I gave you. Yeah. Um, I would say penalize them, but be sensible about it and make sure people are educated. Thank you, Bob. Ali Katforth. Good evening. My campaign is based on three simple promises, uh, which will be the defining character of my service on City Council. First is the idea of open government, that City Hall has to be as transparent as possible and open to scrutiny from any quarter. Second, honest government, that government is based on a sense of right and wrong, not political convenience or expediency. And third, for limited government, that governments are limited in their skill, their efficiency, and their resources. And we have to remember that it is never the government's money, only the people's money. One thing I will do to keep these promises active is to hold regular town hall meetings with no agenda except to hear what is on the hearts and minds of folks in the community. As a lawyer, I know that good communication is important and town halls will be an important step to keep communication open and to restore a measure of trust between City Council and the people of Lethbridge. Thank you. Thanks very much. Your question is on the way. Question 18. Do you believe that council should be involved in the plans for the development of the Old Man River watershed? If so, what action would you propose in respect of clear-cut logging? Okay. Well, obviously we should be involved. We're, we're a member of the community and the basin, and, and we're involved, or should be involved as a partner with counties, 
uh, First Nations bands, everyone who lives by, who relies upon the basin. Uh, Clear-cut logging, you know, I, I'm not quite sure how that applies specifically to the city, but if I was to have a voice in it, I would be opposed to it, simply because of my background growing up. We spent so much time, you know, we were too poor to go on real holidays, so we went to the mountains. And so I have an appreciation of, you know, what clear-cut logging can mean uh, to the watershed, to the environment, and, and just from that personal experience, I would be opposed to it. Okay, thank you very much. Fiona Doherty. My name is Fiona Doherty, and my proposal is that it is time for a ward system within Lethbridge. Using population, geography, and existing voting stations, the city could be zoned into wards, thus providing people from all areas of the city a more direct link between themselves and City Hall, a voice from within each community representing the issues that are relevant to them on a far more personal level. There are 30 of us vying for eight seats, 15 from the west side, 10 from the south side, and five from the north side. Realistically, we could have a city council made up entirely of west side residents making the decisions for the areas of town that they are unfamiliar with that have the potential to affect us for years to come. I believe that it is time for a change, time for a new citizen-focused and citizen-run municipal government. On October 18th, please use your voice as a citizen, vote, and make this change happen. Thanks very much. <laughs> Twenty-two. Okay, Fiona. Do you believe that our property taxes are too high in Lethbridge? And if so, what services do you think could be cut in order to reduce them? I do believe our property taxes are too high in Lethbridge. I believe that we could streamline some of the services that we get from City Hall. I believe that we could take a good look, maybe cut some, cut some cost expenditures through City Hall. We have, we have a lot of workers, we have a lot of projects on the go, we have a lot of people employed, but I think that we could streamline it maybe just a little bit. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Ellis. Hello, as I uh, introduced, I'm Farron Ellis. Uh, many of you know me from my political science work at Lethbridge College including our frequent measuring of public opinion within our city and more recently uh, throughout Alberta. But of course, today I'm here to talk to you about my alderman campaign and ask for your support. Um, when I began this campaign back in June, I basically was applying to be a representative on a council that, you know, although it had made mistakes, all governments do, I thought it was essentially functional, despite its profligate spending. It was a functional council, and uh, there would be at least two um, new council members, possibly more, and I was essentially applying for one of those jobs. I didn't realize tasing was a job requirement at the time, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still in. <laughs> Over the course of the campaign, I've come to believe, like many of you have told me, that there's a need for significant change in the way council thinks. And I've also come to the conclusion that uh, that significant change can only come about by a significant change in personnel. What type of change am I talking about? Thoughtful, responsible change that includes 
some more fiscal restraint and a move to balance uh, to zero-based budgeting. I hope you consider supporting Fair and Ellis on October 18th. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Do you believe that the public is adequately informed about the issues discussed at council meetings and the position taken on these issues by individual aldermen and the mayor? If not, how would you suggest the flow of information be improved? In a minute. Um, I'm, of course, marketing myself and my campaign as having a considerable amount of uh, political communication skills and expertise, and there are many things that can be done. Number one, uh, council needs to do more than simply the um, bare minimum in advertising. In many cases, the Municipal Government Act requires um, uh, advertising for public meetings, especially when it comes to uh, land use bylaws, um, but they can go beyond the minimum. Uh, simply one ad or a few ads in the Lethbridge Herald is the base minimum, but I think they can do much more. The Internet can help, but the Internet is not the solution to all of our problems, as many of us know. The Internet can be uh, the cause of some of our problems, as some of us are finding out over the course of this campaign. Um, uh, so there are a variety of ways. My expertise, um, I think, can help a council in that not only can we um, communicate out to, the, to you people, but um, I can develop plans where you can communicate systematically to us, and I can help council interpret that communication as I do in my professional But the question, do we get to know how individual aldermen and the mayor votes? I'm sure, if you look it up. So you would just advocate the, the minutes no, of the meeting? No, I'm saying you can do more. You can do more through the Internet. You can um, do more through um, uh, uh, members of the council having much better relations with the media. And I've already told many members of the media that um, if I am elected, I hope that the professional relationship that I've already built up with the media will continue. There is protocol. Um, different aldermen have different responsibilities, and when another alderman would be sponsoring a, a piece of legislation, I would try my best not to interfere. But that doesn't mean you cannot have many informal um, relations with the media that allow communication to flow back and forth and have a trust built up with the media that then can be mediated to the citizens. Okay, thank you. And Melvin Fletcher. Honorable moderator, worthy opponents and ladies and gentlemen, now I understand some of the decisions after the tasering of the incumbents. I really uh, am running a positive campaign. I believe that the past mayors and council members have done a great job in this city. So why am I running? I believe that uh, there's two questions before I make decisions on council that need to be asked. Will this decision affect the quality of life of the citizens of Lethbridge? The second question, who will be affected by those decisions? Putting on those citizenship lenses as we're making those decisions. I've had extensive experience in uh, policymaking, budgeting, as I've been a school administrator in Lethbridge for the last 22 years. And my wife and I have run a business on the north side. I've had business background. Uh, live on the west side, but work on the north side and have lived on the north side. I feel that uh, a ward system is not the answer. It'll polarize people, but a representative system is the way to go. We need creative thinking in these models. Transparency, communication is so important. 
Thank you. Thank you. Your question is coming. Numéro 2. Numéro 2. Bon, on va essayer de, de don, uh, donner en votre question. Allez-y en français, si vous voulez. Oui, d'accord. <laughs> Given the perceived too cozy relationship between city council and the city administration, what would you do to make council more effective in making decisions based on public input? My background in uh, the school system and in the business world uh, stresses collaboration. I believe that we uh, need to hire the best people in city administration. I believe we have some great people that, with good skills, and we need to use those skills instead of so many consulting fees and things like that as well. But I see the whole city as a team, the, not only city management, but the employees. And one of the things I want to stress as we do cost efficiency audits and do some zero-based budgeting to help relax some of these tax pressures that we work in a collaborative method. And if that doesn't work, then, then it's a little more uh, prescriptive from people. But I believe in a collaborative uh, situation where they all work together. And I believe it's a great team. But uh, the communication, that transparency really needs to be worked on. Work well, that's the council and administration. What about the public input? How would you encourage that? Well, again, if we have the representative system, like I suggested, instead of the ward system, then people will know who to go to for help. And the websites will work for some people. But like we're doing now, we're doing a lot of knocking on doors and talking to people downtown. Uh, why not do that after the election? Okay, thanks very much. Thank you. Hazel Hart. Good evening. Good evening out there in West Lethbridge. You have an awesome facility. I'm envious of you. I, uh, I'm here. I'm a new face. I have new ideas, a new name. My platform is spelled out over there on the table. You can pick it up, or you can uh, check out hazelhart.ca and get it in detail. I have 21 years of previous board experience working as a counselor, negotiator, and team player. I'm a retired teacher, librarian, and justice of the peace. I spend a lot of my time setting up libraries, and I'm so in awe of this one, and I haven't been over to Lethbridge, West Lethbridge, but I'll get over there. My platforms are new, and they're detailed, so you have to read them. But the one that I really want to stress tonight is the fact that I believe the elections, elections, Alberta or municipal, should take the ballot to the senior homes. They shouldn't expect seniors to go out and vote, especially if it turns out to be a lousy day. If it's a nice day like today, it's okay. You might get them. They sh no, please finish. Vote with your heart. Vote Hazel Hart. Thanks very much. Seven. Lucky number seven. Okay, so what is your take on City Hall being deemed too small only ten years after it was built? Oh, you saw that program, did you? No. <laughs> no. In 1995, the, employee, the number of employees of City Hall was 197, and the building was built to accommodate them, supposedly. Now, in 2010, there's 275 employees. 
I don't think we should expand, not a bit. I've seen in the proposed finance plan a $100,000 feasibility study to see if we should expand City Hall. No way. Let's expand the entire... Let's expand the entire city of Lethbridge. Let's amalgamate with the, with the county and the MDs and the small towns. Let's get rid of all those little pockets of governance and have one major government. Isn't it ludicrous to have a county hall across the street from city hall? Thanks very much. <laughs> Jerry Hacker. Good evening. My name is Jerry Hecker. I've lived in Lethbridge for most of my adult life and consider it my home. I strongly believe in contributing to the community you live in and have served on many boards and committees. I obtained my business management degree from the University of Lethbridge. For the past 10 years, I was the executive director at Lethbridge Youth Foundation operating 5th on 5th Youth Services, where I dealt with governments, contracts, staff, board, renters, did fundraising, and managed a building. In the last couple of months, I've been out in many of the city neighborhoods talking to people. I heard and saw what a great place we live in. And I also heard about the many issues, concerns, needs, and wants. As your elected alderman, I will be open to hear what the residents need and want, encourage real citizen input, do my homework to make informed decisions, and ensure that those decisions are communicated back to you clearly and thoroughly. So on October 18th, please vote Jerry Hecker. Thanks very much. Twelve. Twelve. Number 12. Do you believe that bicycle paths should be an integral part of any new development? And by that, we mean subdivisions, new roads, and the upgrading of existing roads. So do you think that bicycle paths should be built into any new development of roads? Yes, I really think we need to look at it very carefully. Um, we are looking at alternate ways of transportation. And one of the things that's really growing is the uh, number of young people and not-so-young people using their bicycles. And one of the things that I've done uh, at uh, Fifth on Fifth was had bike racks put in both on the south side and on the west side to accommodate that because we're really seeing an increase. And so we want them to, people to be safe. And if we're going to get them to be able to, trans to uh, get around the city, then we need to make sure that there are paths that they can do that and be safe. Thank Thanks you. very much. Rod Hogue. Yeah, I'm the shy one here. <laughs> Good evening. My name is Rod Hogue, and I really could use your support. And, and in return, I will serve you, you in your best interests. When I decided to V for a seat on council, my brother jokingly said, I bet you don't even get a vote. But that didn't deter me because I knew different. When I made up my platform, it was from my heart. As to stick up for the citizens, the underdogs, so to speak, 
with my key issues focusing on safer neighborhoods and school area safety. I also wanted to make a big difference, big issue on bullying for all age groups and nationalities, etc. If a bully comes to me and says, how are you and whose army are you going to stop me? Well, you are my army. And if that's not enough, I'll go to the east side, the west side, the north side, the south side, all the concerned citizens, they're my army. Okay. I checked out Saturday and placed my vote. I won't tell you who I voted for, but I'll tell you one thing. I won my bet. Thank you. Many Lethbridge residents are unhappy about the changes in recent years to the city's garbage collection and spring and fall cleanup arrangements. Are you in favor of leaving the arrangements the way they are? Or if not, what changes would you advocate to improve the service to the residents? Well, I like the spring cleanup. And in one of my, uh, on my platform, I'm going to start a labor force up. I'm going to try top council into it. And there will be people on fine options and stuff like that. And I'll get them walking the alleys to clean the back alleys up. So, so what about the current arrangements? I mean, they've changed quite a bit. Well, you now got to make a phone call to get them to come and pick up your stuff. Are you happy with that, or did you like it the way it was earlier? I liked it the way it was earlier. So what are you going to do about it if you get elected? Maybe change it back. And I do like the, the bins. It saves on compensation fees so the garbage men don't hurt their backs. It's a lot quicker. You use less garbage men. But the spring cleanup has to come back. I'll have to implement that back into the... the okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blaine Higgin. Good evening. My name is Blaine Hagan. Thank you for shining, deciding to show your support this evening by coming out to this, uh, this forum. I do know that, that there, it is opening night for Hockey Night in Canada, and it is the Battle of Alberta. <laughs> it's my belief that there won't be a Battle of Lethbridge, we hope. Lethbridge, I've been a Lethbridge resident for over 20 years. I attended LCC, now LC, studied business law and accounting. I married Jennifer Baker, an RN at the Lethbridge uh, Regional Hospital. I have two very active uh, middle school children. Since 1990, I've founded, owned, and operated four local businesses. I'm a real guy with real life experience. Some of my volunteer works include I'm a, uh, the executive treasurer for the Lethbridge Old Timers Sports Association. I'm a former school council chair, 10-year board member with the Lethbridge Figure Skating Club, and I volunteered with Scouts Canada. As a businessman and father, I know the value of a dollar. I'd like to bring the 20 years of experience I've gained as a successful business owner to Lethbridge Council to ensure taxpayers are being treated fairly. Okay, thanks very much. Your question is coming. Thank you, Trevor. Twenty. Number 20. 
Homelessness, food banks, soup kitchens, and social housing schemes seem to be a permanent fixture in Lethbridge. Do you accept this state of affairs, or do you believe that council should actively be looking for ways to eliminate the need? I think what's currently happening with, with the homelessness in Lethbridge, um, I'd like to give kudos, I guess, to the current council and how they've started with uh, some of the work that they've done to provide for these homeless people. I had the opportunity of a couple of days ago being over at the uh, homeless shelter at a, um, a forum there, and it was, it was a real eye-opening experience, and, I, and I, I sheepishly say that I have not been there often enough and done my part to be able to help out. In saying that, I believe that they're going in the right direction. I see what's being done over there, I'm, I'm impressed where the, the direction we're going, and I hope that we can continue to, to work on that and make it so that it is, is, it's not a problem in our city and that uh, uh, those people will find places to live. We can help them in doing that. We can help them in finding jobs, and I'm hoping that that's what we can do. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Liz, I will ask you. I'm not going to time, uh, spend time explaining why I'm sitting up there. I'll tell you after if you want to know. My name is Liz Iwaski, and I'm running for city council again. I was on council from 2004 until 2007. Um, statistics about me are on a uh, brochure at the back and also upstairs, and there's a website, iwaski.ca. I don't want to waste time with that. Uh, what I want to tell you is why I'm running again. And it's because the things that irritated me back then still irritate me to this day, such as increases in taxes year after year after year. I voted against the budget in 2005. I would not hesitate to do so again. I think we need to stop the increases. The second thing is that it, it also irritates me that city council does so much discussion behind closed doors. They may make final decisions downstairs, but there's a lot of discussion that goes on upstairs first, and I just think it's wrong. No other city in Alberta that I'm aware of does that. No other city in Canada that I'm aware of does that. And I would like it to stop. That's my platform. Thanks very much. I haven't got my glasses on. 28, I think. 28. Given that 41 municipalities in Canada, Toronto and London included, already have bans in place regarding the sale of plastic bottled water in public buildings, including schools, what is your position on introducing such a ban in Lethbridge? I'm completely in favor of such a ban, and I'll give the rest of my time to somebody from the audience at the end so they can answer questions, because my answer is yes. Thanks very much. Uh, Bob Jansen. Um, excuse me. I will never be afraid of, the, of my uniform. I will able to be, feel safe and secure. Okay? Now, if you guys vote for me, you all get a free puppy. Okay? <laughs> anyway, I got a lot of issues. I, I, I listen to everybody, everybody has a good idea. I cannot pick every idea up. Okay? My place, I have done security for at least for 30 or 30 years off and on for other companies and for myself. 
Now, I'm not going to go into, into a full detail about what the city needs. I know there's a saying in the Bible that says, um, give Caesar what Caesar is, give God what God is. Okay, we all have to pay taxes. I'm not saying that we have to pay taxes. We have to be paying. If you wouldn't pay taxes, you would not have any roads. I made a comment the other day. Okay, if I get elected, nobody pays taxes for 100 years. <laughs> Good idea? Okay. If you guys vote for, okay, if you vote for me, I appreciate it. And thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, too. Your question is coming. Number 11. If elected, would you be in favor of developing a tax deferral policy for seniors in order to help them stay in their own homes? Uh, Yes, I would. Thank you very much. Uh, Chris Jones, please. Hello, Uh, my name is Chris Jones. I've I've seen, I had my own reasons for running at the beginning. Then I got out and I started talking to a bunch of people. And that uh, our citizens of this uh, city, they also have reasons that they want things done differently. And those reasons then kind of became my reasons along with the things I wanted to do. So I've always, I'm running kind of on the platform of I want to do the things that you want to do. Um, my own ideas kind of I'm coming into this is I want, I want better business, bigger business in Lethbridge. Business is what, if you want our property taxes to go down, you need more business in the city. There's just, there's that balance between the two. So you have to have the businesses that can pay their taxes. There has to be the businesses in our town so that our people are not leaving town. I also would love to see a recreation center in our city, a comprehensive big facility where you have everything in one place, where you have all of uh, the needs of the community can be met there, where our young people, our old people, and our families can go have fun. Finish your sentence. Oh, that's it. We're just going to have fun and enjoy yourselves, you know? Number six. Are you in favor of going ahead with the construction of a performing arts center at the former IGA downtown property? Oh, that's love that one. I've had that one on a few surveys. Um, that art center, I don't know if that, I, I love the arts. I start, start off by saying this I love the arts, I work in the arts not performing arts, but uh, that facility could be put in with another facility. That facility, I, I know that they're looking at using part of the, uh, the park for parking for it. I don't see that as a great location maybe for it. There's a lot of other things that you could do in that location if you really want to revitalize the downtown area. So I like the idea of it. I don't like their plans for it. So you would seek to modify the plans, would yes. you? Yes. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, Bev Lands. I'm sorry you're all up there in the air, Alderman. Um, I hope you have found the step at the end (laughs) anyway. 
I just have to say, I'm sorry, just have to say hello to the West Side people. I'm asking for your support for me to serve as your alderman. I believe in a city that is safe to live, work, and play. I will listen to the residents of Lethbridge and do my best to resolve the concerns. Public safety is one of the more important services that the city is responsible for, and I am committed to be persistent when it comes to delivery of our first responder services. As a business person, I understand how hard we work for the money that we earn. Our tax base needs to be respectfully managed. The spending of public dollars should be done with the utmost of consideration. Everyone needs a place to call home. I am looking forward to the increase of mixed housing, and in particular, I will continue to work with the heart of the city to encourage in investing in interesting and exciting places for a variety of people to live in. I know that the citizens of Lethbridge are committed to the revitalization of our downtown. I will continue to promote our special place that requires special att attention for all the citizens of Lethbridge. Thanks very much. Your question is coming. I feel like Obama because his sign fell off. Yeah, well, I was just about to say that Bev Lands is not responsible for that. <laughs> I mean, Obama started a fashion uh, yesterday, and we're very pleased in SAGFA to follow it. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, many cities in the Western world allow homeowners to keep a limited number of chickens in their backyard. <laughs> Are you in favor of developing a City of Lethbridge bylaw to permit a few chicken in backyards in Lethbridge? Well, I am originally from a farm, and I do have a 16-year-old nephew that raises chickens. So I think that he would probably encourage me to say yes. But I think that if we spoke with the public health and safety people, they would say no. So what would you say? I would say no. Thank you. Joe Morrow. Good evening. I am Joe Morrow, former nine-year alderman. Being away from politics for six years and caring about the citizens, I am asking for your support in getting me back to represent you at City Hall. My concerns are the erosion of what I believe are necessary in governance, communication, customer service, how decisions are made, full disclosure, and openness, while at the same time we see vast growth in managerial staff, excessive spending, unacceptable increases in taxes, and based on recent decisions made by Council, limited vision to meet the needs of our ever-changing citizens. I will pick up where I left off, ask the right questions, follow through on every citizen concern, be open, persistent, encourage full disclosure, and approach every issue with honesty, common sense, and passion. I have proven this before. If there was ever a time for change, it is now. I'm asking you to please vote with care, and hopefully I'm part of that. Thank you. Thank you. Do you believe Council pays sufficient attention to environmental issues, particularly in respect of water usage and sewage disposal? 
Yeah, actually, I, I do. I think council and administration both do. I think probably where the downfall is that I see is um, educating the public and um, also making, making things a little bit easier for the public to, par to participate and, and take part in. Um, we can have good intentions, uh, but if, if it's difficult for the citizens to get to the recycle bin or to, to do the things that need to be done, then it, it, it's, it's never going to happen. So I think it's kind of a two-way street where um, I think city needs to keep educating the public, and uh, that's where most of their emphasis should be. Because I think most people buy in and understand that, you know, we need to do our, our, our good for the, uh, for the betterment of, of the city and the planet. Thanks very much. Uh, Bridget Mearns. Thank you for hanging in there. We're at the M's. This is a good thing. No, I'm we're not at the end. We've got quite a few to go. M. We're at the M. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm Bridget Mearns, and I'm running for alderman. Lethbridge is facing important challenges and exciting opportunities. My background in both public and private sectors is the experience we need to guide us into the future. I'm committed to fiscal responsibility, ensuring your tax dollars are well spent and that you see value for your money. I will encourage an operational audit of city hall departments to eliminate redundancies, inefficiencies, and waste. I'm committed to Lethbridge being a livable city with good paths, park, parks, culture, arts, and recreation. Some people will tell you what you want to hear, but I, I'm committed to being transparent. I will post on my website how I vote on an issue, but as importantly, why. I'm committed to making environmentally responsible choices as our city grows, including improved recycling options. I'm dedicated to ensuring Lethbridge is prosperous, affordable, and offers a vibrant lifestyle. Thanks Thank very you. much. Twenty-five. Do you believe that there should be a limit to the number of terms that aldermen can serve on City Council? And if so, how many? It's an interesting question. And uh, we're, and we're it is, looking it is, for the answer. It is, <laughs> it is one I have an answer for. I'm, uh, I'm convinced that we need terms. I see the democratic process as being capable of determining when a council needs change. That's why we have elections every three years. Um, and I think that's, it's up to us to, to decide whether or not it's time for a councillor to not be on your council anymore. So you would not impose a limitation on the number of terms that that's a councillor right. would serve? That's correct. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Parker. Oh, I just I've got up here. <laughs> you've left. You've lost five seconds. Just, okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming out this evening. As you know, my name is Ryan Parker. Lethbridge is a city at a crossroads. As our quality of life and economic development draw hundreds of new citizens to our city, we are faced with the challenge of maintaining the values and beliefs that make this the greatest place to live in Alberta. The values that guide my decisions are simple and haven't changed since I was first elected to council in 1998. One, treat people the way you'd want to be treated. Two, live within your means. Three, respect all points of view. These three principles define my beliefs and are at the core of every decision I've made. It has been my honor to serve you, the citizens of Lethbridge, for these past 12 years. 
During these four terms on council, I saw each re-election as a privilege and something that I will never take for granted. If you entrust me to another three years, I will continue to do my best to represent you today and tomorrow. Thank you very much. Thirteen. Lucky thirteen. Thirteen. Oh my God, I should probably fall off my chair. Ryan, there's no question. Thirteen. <laughs> Lethbridge seems to be in need of a proper skateboard park. Are you in favor of building a central facility for the many skateboarders who presently skate along the sidewalks? Well, first of all, I think we have a great facility in place right now, but it has been a hot issue lately because there's been a huge lobbying effort this past few weeks, if not the last past month. I believe that any council has to look and make a well-rounded decision, look at the exact costs of not only building it, but operating it. So if it's up to council, it's up to council, and I'm only one of five. But I think it's important that any council, any decision they make in any facility, they make a well-informed decision. Uh, it's a hot issue right now because there are a few people in this community that are lobbying, and I think there is power in lobbying, and hats off to those individuals for what they have done. But at the end of the day, it's up to five members of city council. But we need to know what your position is. If it's feasible and if it, and it makes good sense and we can find a proper location, for sure. Thank you very much. Thank you, too. Uh, Margaret Simmons. Go ahead, good Margaret. Thank you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, members of SACPA. My name is Margaret Simmons. I am honest, I'm accessible, and I listen. My bio and contact information are on the yellow pamphlets at the back. I am running for my second term because I feel that together, you and I can continue the good work we began three years ago. We do live in a great city, ladies and gentlemen, one that I'm really proud of. It's a community. It's your community, and it is my community. And your issues are my issues. Three years ago, you talked to me about effective two-way communication, environmental concerns, fiscal responsibility, to name a few. I listened, and I worked with council to address those concerns. One of the outcomes was, for the very first time, a comprehensive communication plan and strategy that was put in place. And we have received good feedback, but we need to continue to work. My work is not complete, and I would appreciate on October 18th your vote of confidence to continue to work on your issues and my issues. Thank you. Thank you, too. There's not much left. <laughs> um, number 16. 16. 16. With the proposed bicycle sidewalk helmet bylaw recently defeated in council, are you satisfied that the issue was dealt with adequately and that there is no need to bring it forward again? That's a very good question. I am disappointed that we were not able to resolve the issues that were important 
that were actually presented in that particular bylaw. I think the challenge that was presented there is that there were so many things that that bylaw tried to cover. Um, you know, we did have issues of, you know, mandatory helmets. We had issues that about longboards and skateboards, and, and it seemed that there were too many things that the bylaw was trying to cover. I think that um, the defeat of the bylaw at that particular time was a good thing because what it does is it allows us to go back to the drawing board. We still have in place the Alberta Traffic Safety Act, which we've always followed and continue to follow, but I think we need to, to rethink the bicycle, the bicycle bylaw in itself without bringing into it other, other issues that are not uh, pertinent to that particular bylaw. So, um, yes, I am disappointed, but I would like to see us bring it back and work on it in a very thoughtful and with a lot more feedback from the community. Thank you very much. <laughs> Elise Weitzer. Leah Switzer. Leah Switzer. <laughs> Different candidate. Sorry about that. The other one's not here. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Leah Switzer, and for the past six years, I worked as a trustee for Lethbridge School District 51. I believe this election is about more than past actions of council or important specific issues raised by organizations like the Canadian Home Builders or the BRZ, Aboriginal groups, or individuals that have raised concerns about taxation, city investment, buildings, and property, all important issues. As a voter, you should expect trust, sound financial management, clear and prudent development strategies, and trustworthy communications. These are basic qualities needed by all public servants. Distrust is toxic and it's costly. If you want a person with the right skills, the right attitudes to best serve you, a proven decision maker committed to open communication governance style, who believes your quality of life is paramount and dependent on sound collective decisions, I am that person. Vote Leah Switzer. Thank you. Thank you, Leah. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Do you think that our policing services are adequate in Lethbridge? And if not... What do you think should be changed? Well, when I grew up as a kid, I remember in Swift Current, Saskatchewan, the policemen were constantly on the street. I know that in Lethbridge, the police don't, for instance, go to the industrial area, and it's a great frustration to the commercial businesses, to the businesses out there, the industrial businesses. I would like to see a greater police presence. Um, I don't know what the ramifications of that would be to our budget, I am not familiar with uh, uh, how that could be balanced within the present budget, but I am in favor of having more police. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, Rory Tarrant. Greetings, and thanks to everyone for coming out tonight. It's great to see so many engaged citizens. As I only have a minute to speak, I won't be going over any specific policies, but I encourage you to look them up at electrory.com. What I would like to do right now is give you a glimpse of my vision for Lethbridge. I see a future where we have greened our energy production 
to the point that the $200 barrel of oil barely touches our utility bills. I see a future where our youth don't have to loiter around parking lots because there's just nothing to do. I see a future where racism is eliminated, where financial transparency is the rule and not the exception, and where seniors can live comfortably in their older years without fear of yet another expense at the hand of government. This is our city, Lethbridge, so I ask that you would please take a long, hard look at each candidate here tonight and ask yourself, whose vision is going to bring Lethbridge into the very different world of the 21st century? I hope that I make your list. My name's Rory Tarrant, and it would be a pleasure to serve you in the coming years. Thank you. Number 10. In your opinion, would residents be better served if the city of Lethbridge utilized the ward system for municipal governance? Uh, definitely. Uh, there, there are a lot of benefits and there's a lot of drawbacks to having a ward system and I, as a political science student, I've uh, studied uh, both uh, back and forth and I've come to the conclusion that I, I think that a ward system would be beneficial for Lethbridge residents in the long term. Uh, I, in talking with many residents on the west side, north side, uh, south side, you see there's, there's um, frustration that there's not one candidate that, that they can go to to represent their concerns. And so I think we really think we need to relook at, uh, at that issue um, and, and have the, the geographically uh, specific ward system so that uh, people have a specific person to go to. Um, I think it's definitely in the best interests of, of all citizens, and uh, I would support uh, a plan to to develop a, pl a plan for a ward system within a year and have it voted on in time for the next election. Thanks Thank very you. much. Uh, Ken Trach. Thank you, Trevor, and uh, good evening, uh, all voters of Lethbridge who are here and all those that are at the crossing. I've been an active member in the city of Lethbridge for 49 years, serving successfully as teacher, principal, school trustee, and as an alderman in your community. The work of council is to ensure that residents of Lethbridge are provided with the services and infrastructure that make Lethbridge a desirable place to live, work, and raise a family. I will continue to advocate for lower tax base, one that provides you with the services you expect but I hope in a more cost-effective manner. The challenge is to, is to provide these services without the burden of excess, excessive taxes. Council doesn't have all the answers, and so we must go out there and seek the wisdom and guidance of stakeholders within our community. This is your city, it's your taxes, and your fees that pay for all those services, and I think that you should have a say in defining those services that you want. I've demonstrated that I have the time, the interest, and the experience to serve you with accountable and respectful uh, representation. Please visit my website to see more of what I promise to do for you and uh, vote for Ken Trash in the coming October 18th election. Thank you. Is there anything good left in here? Number one. All right. Number one. Very auspicious number. Suspense. In the areas of public transit, waste reduction, water and energy use, do you think the city of Lethbridge needs to speed up development of policies and get on with promoting long-term sustainability? Uh, 
If so, please give some examples. Yes, they, uh, they really have to, to attend to these three particular parts of the infrastructure. I know that uh, they, the city is trying to do some of that presently with, uh, with the transportation portion. Uh, there is a new transportation strategy coming out uh, in, the, in the new foreseeable uh, future. Uh, I know that uh, John King and his department are working very diligently along with the transportation department to ensure that happens. It's, this is the first year that transportation, the transit department, has really had an, an, uh, an opportunity to work with infrastructure, roads, and uh, to ensure that the two are coordinated. It's ironical, and, and uh, uh, I can't understand why in the past that hasn't happened. And as a result, we know that there are certain tie-ups in, in, in certain parts of the city where transit has difficulty uh, accessing uh, different parts of neighborhoods, and we have uh, traffic tie-ups in certain areas, such as uh, experienced in Squamish and, 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 uh, and different, different neighborhoods. So I do believe there is uh, a lot of room for improvement in, uh, in those three infrastructure departments. Thank you. Uh, Joyce Vanderlee. Good evening. It's so nice to see so many of you out here tonight to the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs Forum. It shows that you want a voice in City Hall, that you want to share your concerns, and that you want to elect the right person. I'm Joyce Vanderlee, and I have been a resident in Lethbridge for the past 20 years. Uh, my husband and I have owned and operated our own business for the last 15 years. My platform is simple. Uh, the concern of high property taxes, the high utilities, excessive spending uh, needs to be controlled, make smarter decisions, communication, stimulate the city's growth with more industry. Citizens of the, over the past couple of months that I have talked to have brought many concerns to me. Of course, the, the main one was the high High, uh, the high taxes, but the others are... No, please finish your sentence. Okay. Um, the others are uh, recycling and leisure centres. That's why I'm here to listen to you, to take your concerns to City Hall and do something about them. Vote for me on October 18th, because I will listen. Thank you. Number five. Uh, Trevor, can I have number 15, what Bob had? <laughs> I, I, you know. No, we're actually trying to move along, Joyce. So Lethbridge Exhibition Park is old and in need of continuous and costly repairs. Do you favor helping fund a new multi-use exhibition conference center in a different location? thereby freeing up va valuable land near Henderson Lake. You know, um, I am in agreement. 
even though I want to lower house taxes and, and property taxes and utilities and everything, um, I feel also that um, an exhibition grounds can uh, bring revenue into the city, and we need revenue into the city. Um, it is old. Uh, it's something that we have to seriously look into. Um, I would be for it, but still we have to we have to really consider, like with the rest of the council, to decide how much and if it's feasible and. Okay, you're in favor. Thank yes. you. Thank you. We're now moving on to Sean Ward. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Sean Ward. I'm here to ask for your continued support. I'm married. I have two children. I've lived in Lethbridge for 40 years now. I'm retired from the college after 31 years. In the interest of time, I'll refer you to my brochure for more information. And I offer you the following points to consider as you listen to us tonight. You know and I know that governing a city is a complex business. It demands knowledge, experience, listening skills, good judgment, a positive attitude, an ability to communicate, and an ability to get along with people and to get things done. I ask you if you are in the business world, would you want to continue with a mature, enthusiastic, productive employee who knows the business, knows the clients, knows the suppliers, and gets things done? Thank you for your support over the years. There is no substitute for experience, and I invite you to consider Sean Ward as your alderman. Thanks very much. Number 27. 27. Canada officially embraces multiculturalism. And Lethbridge has a growing number of residents from visible minorities. Do you support the expenditure of our tax dollars on funding the renovation of a centre in Lethbridge for the Southern Alberta Ethnic Association? I do. And I support it very much because I was once the president of that organisation. But that's not the reason I'm supporting it. Uh, we, this community, owes a lot to the immigrant community, both in the past and now in the future. They bring with them a vibrancy and a culture and a work ethic and, um, and things that make Lethbridge a, a place that you would like to live, that you want to work. So yes, I do, because when you come as an immigrant, and I was an immigrant myself, uh, it's a lonely time. You need a place to to meet others. You need a place to go for advice, to go for help. It really helps the, the, uh, that population. And I do believe that we owe a lot to our immigrants, uh, both past and present. So, yes, I do support that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Tom Wickersham. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen and viewing audience. I am Tom Wickersham, husband, father, and grandfather. I was born in Lethbridge. My wife and I owned and operated a successful farm business. 
I have proven leadership serving as alderman for the past nine years. I served as your fire chief and director of disaster services for nine years. I am currently serving as co-chair for Child Family Services Authorities Board. I believe in a measured approach to taxes to sustain services such as police, fire, ambulance, trans transit, transportation, pathways, and parks. I believe we are a healthy, attractive, and economically viable city. I support businesses within our city, such as the Technology Commercialization Center, which hires our postgraduate students. My commitment to you is that I do listen, and I do act on your concerns. I have the experience. I am prepared to serve you. I am accountable, approachable, and accessible. October the 18th, please re-elect Tom Wickersham for Alderman. Number three. Number three. Do you believe the future growth of the city of Lethbridge should continue in its present form, urban sprawl? Or would you favor more housing developments within the present infrastructure and especially downtown? Good question. I think all of us are concerned about urban sprawl because we, th we look at the land surrounding us and think that it's unending. However, I believe that under the affordable housing policies that we have, I believe the initiatives that the City Council has taken with secondary suites, I believe that with the initiative City Council has taken with encouraging a housing development downtown, that in fact we are making progress and that we are creating initiatives for developers to look at alternative housing rather than sprawling out into suburbia. I believe it is positive. I believe that we need to contain uh, building and housing and that we need to go up instead of out. And that's my position on that. Thank you very much indeed. And thank you, candidates, audience. That brings us to the conclusion of the first part of our program. We're going to break now for seven minutes, and I'd like to start the audience questions at uh, 8.30. Please.